Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. The final out has been made. Let's talk about what just happened. The good and the bad. It's time for the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show with the franchise, Tim Allen, on the fan. If you need doors and windows, go to PellaWI.com. It is a final, the off-season and opening day, and the results are indeed good. Welcome, everybody. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Tim Allen talking about a big-time come-from-behind victory, 6-5 in 10 as the Brewers take care of game one of this three-game set. Baby, what a finish. Raise your hand if you gave up on this team when they – they were set down, what, uh, 10 or 11 uh, straight batters, consecutive batters offensively set down uh, by Twins pitchers to the Brewers' offense, but they come back, never say die, back in that ninth inning. You look at that, and it all started with one out and Colton Wong getting hit by a pitch. Now, they did get help along the way, but a huge victory for the Brewers, and we are getting your reaction here today, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. The championship season is underway, guys. And uh, man, this, uh, I, I, you know what? This team is, is going to do this to you. It, they're they're going to fight you. Now, the Twins, are, they're a good baseball team. But so is, uh, so is the Milwaukee Brewers. They are a team that will scrap and grind out a victory like today. And I want to get your reaction here on a number of things. Uh, 799-1250, we'll hit our game recap in, in just a second here. But, you know, so many, uh, you, would, you would have thought that there weren't a lot of twists and turns in this game. But there were, because it kept the Brewers in it. Now, you could say on one hand, the Brewers offense just couldn't get the big hit until late. They had runners aboard. They had traffic all day long on the base pass. But so did the Twins. And Brewers pitchers tended to just wiggle their way out just a little bit. Yardley uh, with, with a little bump in the road there to Buxton uh, late in the game, giving up that two-run home run. It was 3-2. Basically a one-run game for the, for the majority of this game. But still, the Brewers pitchers sort of kept them in there. And, and you have to credit Craig Council for this. Uh, for for his handling of that bullpen. I mean, I, I never crossed my mind, guys, to see Freddie Peralta in this game. And you're thinking to yourself, wait a second. They just named – wait, Freddie Peralta is a starter. He's the He was added to the rotation. 
But if you look at the way the schedule is with the off day tomorrow, Freddie wouldn't pitch again until Tuesday in Chicago, so you might as well just go ahead and use him as sort of this, this would have been his day on. And, and Freddie wiggled himself out of trouble in, in essentially two innings, had six Ks in his performance today. But again, unblemished on the scoreboard. So now you, you look at the, that bump in the road from Yardley, but Josh Lindblom pitches in. Obviously, you have uh, Josh Hader, who was just outstanding there in that 10th inning. <clears throat> Additionally, you know, the new rules, and, and we had talked about this last year, about when you go into extra frames and, and allowing that runner to be at second base, nobody out. Now, the old California rule was runner on second base, one out into extra frames. This isn't that rule. This is runner on second base with nobody out. And essentially, the pitchers don't get penalized with uh, additional losses and ERAs and, and things like that. So it's, it is sort of exciting, guys. It is. And, and, it, and it grew on me last year. And, and I still recall when that happened when David Phelps was just in a <laughs> massive situation uh, last year and, and wiggled his way out of that. So uh, you can comment on that. You can comment. I threw out there on Twitter uh, earlier today, what might be your bigger questions for this baseball team heading into the 2021 championship season? And so I'll read some of those, but if you want to be the first caller during the championship season, I'd be glad to have you here at 414-799-1250. Brandon Woodruff, I want to just just stay a little shy of how I want to grade out his performance. And I will just say that early on, I didn't really like the pitch selection from Narvaez and Woodruff working together. I'm not sure that that was the way to go there. But Minnesota is a grinder, too, offensively. They're a good baseball team, guys. They are. And this isn't, isn't a walk in the park here against the Minnesota Twins. They will fight you. And, and they will pick and choose their spots. I mean, Kepler was – what was Kepler in this thing? Three for four, uh, homer shy of the cycle. Two of his hits, I will say, of the lucky variety off the, off the end of the bat. But uh, they all count, and that's why they, they grind it out. But Milwaukee and this Brewers squad did not give up. Let's go back into our uh, game recap here as uh, we go way back to a one-tenth first pitch in this one. I mean, this was – this this was like a 15-hour game. I, I, I was sweating through the latter stages of this game. Let's go back to that first inning. Brandon Woodruff into some trouble in the first inning. A hard liner. This was cool to see. This was cool to hear. The season was underway. It's almost like last year's pandemic season just didn't exist, and it was now back to a, a 162 championship season. But the first batter was taken care of like this. Woodruff ready to deal one, two, and a line shot. Oh, what a catch. How about that to start the year? <laughs> Urias with a gem right away. Yep, circle that one. Boy, Urias. They're up to a late start in spring training. Had some injuries. And check this catch out. It's slicing away from him and a... Good dive, perfectly timed dive, able to haul it in. That was a slider from Brandon Woodruff. But a heck of a play to start the season. Wow. Well, right on cue, you and Sophia talking about the defense. Wow. Brandon Woodruff talking about how good the defense is behind him. And 
Yeah, well, that's got to burn your first at bat of the year. Yeah, is that's, a, that's a hang with him. Wow. <laughs> Wow is right, right there. The highlight from Bally Sports, Wisconsin, Brian Anderson, Bill Schroeder. Crowd fired up early in this game and late in this game. I want to get to uh, those coming out of Miller Park, uh, 11,740 in the park for this one. Uh, And just uh, let us know, let the rest of us know that weren't there, how that did go today and and what the differences were, because I, I could hear you, we could hear you. Uh, early on in this uh, performance. But Urias, that first out, then it was a double by Donaldson after a strikeout to Polanco. Sano then draws a walk against Woody in that first inning. I don't think Sano was seeing the ball well from Woody. He took some pitches that he had no business taking. That, that, that strike zone early in that first inning, I think it was a little tight from Kerwin Danley. It loosened up later on in the ball game, but... Hey, so be it. Sano uh, just uh, sort of stood there. Tough pit again. Tough pitches to lay off, and um, a three-one um, to Kepler after the walk to Sano, and he gets uh, Kepler to ground out to end that inning. But twenty-three pitches thrown by Woody in that first inning into the bottom half. Nothing for the Brewers in the bottom half. Strikeout to Colton Wong. Although on the 0-1 pitch, there was a foul ball that was originally ruled uh, a ball, so it would have moved the count uh, to a 1-1 count instead of an 0-2 count. I guess Rocco Baldelli got his way there as he you know, complained a little bit, and it changed the complexion of that at-bat, but mm, more so just to aggravate me, I think. <laughs> I mean, instead of... Instead of a 1-1-0-2 puts you behind the eight ball there. He ends up striking out. Keston strikes out, and Yelich a uh, 2-0 rollover to the right side into that shift. Uh, to the second inning, no score. Woody uh, looking better in that second inning. Strikeout on three pitches to start that frame. Strikeout on four pitches to the next hitter. And then a ground ball up the middle. Colton Wong with a nice play, but just a little late going to first base. Then a pop-up ends the frame, just 10 pitches he recovers. So 33 through 2 for Woody. Uh, Bottom of the second inning, Crew with a chance. Table set, Avisail Garcia with a base hit, Shaw with a base hit, setting the table. Pop-up by Lorenzo Cain. Fly ball to center by Narvaez. Pop-up on the infield by Urias ends that threat. Third inning, no score. Woody, traffic in the third inning after a ground out, um, a four-pitch walk, then a ground out, then a base hit by Sano, put runners at the corners for Kepler, and on a 1-2 count, it was a changeup low and in the dirt, a wild pitch, and I'm not sure uh, Woody should have been messing around with the changeups right there so much, um, but it, and, and they paid the price on that. One zip, twins, uh, Kepler then with an RBI base hit. Makes it two zip on a changeup, by the way. Buxton finally ends the inning. A walk, a wild pitch, a couple of two-out base hits. Gets Woody in trouble. Two zip to the bottom of the third inning. Uh, and the Brewers traffic again, bottom half, after Woodruff strikes out. Uh, Wong with a base hit. Keston, a fly out, just missed it. Yelly then hit by a pitch. Garcia with an infield single to load him for Shaw with two outs. An eight-pitch walk by Travis Shaw. Eight consecutive sliders, but it nets a Brewers run. We'll do it again. Another 3-2 pitch. Runners go. Shaw takes ball four. 
Oh, that's a good at bat, really, really good at bat. I mean, that's a veteran guy, knows his strike zone. Not a deer in the headlights type of at bat. That's when you want a veteran at the plate. Later, didn't walk many. He only walked 10 all year last year. That was a big walk for Travis Shaw. Shaw would have a couple of more big, big RBIs in this game. Sit tight for those as the Brewers on the board, their first run of the 2021 championship season. Two to one uh, in the third inning. Lorenzo Cain then works a full count, but a ground out ends the inning. 37 pitches for Maeda in that inning uh, to the fourth at two to one. Woody mm, gives the run right back in that fourth inning. One out base hit. And then uh, Kenta Maeda with a sacrifice bunt uh, moves him over. Then a two-out RBI base hit made it three to one. Bottom of the fourth inning, Woody's day probably done at that point. Seventy-eight pitches through the four innings and those uh, couple of runs. Uh, quick outs by Narvaez and Urias uh, in the bottom of the fourth inning. Council then goes to his bench. Billy McKinney pinch hits. Uh, Woody's day is done after that four innings, six hits, uh, three runs, all earned, uh, two walks and five strikeouts. McKinney with his first hit in a Brewers uniform. Colton Wong then works a walk, two on, two out for Keston Hira, and he strikes out to end the threat. Kenta Maeda then over 80 pitches to the fourth inning at 3-1. to one. Uh, Freddie Peralta summoned from the pen in and out of trouble after a couple of strikeouts to end the inning. He allows a triple, then a walk, and then a big strikeout. Ends that frame, holds at 3-1. to one. Bottom of the fifth inning, Brewers, something cooking in that fifth inning. Leadoff base hit by Yelly. Garcia then strikes out on a horrible call right there. Pitch was way high. Shaw then bounces one to the right side. The throw to second was dropped to put two on and one out for Lorenzo Kane. And Maeda's day is done as the Twins hit their bullpen. Two runners on for Lorenzo, and he has more runners on base. Two runners on in his first at-bat, a pop-up. Bases loaded to second at-bat. He grounded out this time. He comes through, a base hit to load the bases with one out for Omar Narvaez. And Narvaez comes through with a base hit. The second runner Shaw thrown out by a mile, but we'll take the run right there. Three that back to the Brewers with the bases loaded. Duffy deals Narvaez, little jam shot left field, falling fast, it is down. Yelich will score, and now winding it up is Shaw, and he's going to be out by a mile at the plate. Hey, yikes. And Jason Lane sending him, and it looked like Shaw all but stopped at third base. He got thrown out by a ton. That's a big out. It would have been bases loaded, one out instead, first and second, two outs. On a perfect throw from Cave and decision there around third base. Let's watch it all. Yeah, watch, uh, watch Shaw. He's going to stop. He's right made on second, ba- uh, third base, and perfect throw by Cave to get him by ten feet. Jason Lane, the new third base coach for the Brewers, and mistake. Yeah, where, where's Eddie Cedar when you need him? Where's Ed Cedar? Jason Lane learning the hard way. Don't make the first or second out at home plate. You know that. But the Brewers uh, get within one, 3-2. Uh, 
Urias up. Council goes to his bench. Uh, Vogelbach in to pinch hit. With the pitcher not having faced three hitters yet, the right-hander is going to face the left-hander Vogelbach and get used to this. He grounds out to end the frame. Mm. With that run, it makes it 3-2 into the sixth inning. Freddie Peralta back out there into that sixth inning. And Freddie, uh, with a four-pitch walk to lead off, then falls behind 3-0 to Nelson Cruz, but comes back for a huge strikeout to Cruz for the first out. Then a base hit, two on, one out. It's a big, big strikeout, uh, strikeout to Jay Cave. Two on, two out for Polanco. Walks him to load the bases. I feel the game's on the line right there. And Sano's at bat ends this way. Do it again. Another 3-2 pitch. Runners take off. And a swing and a miss. He struck him out. He threw him the spinner. And Peralta records six outs in the fifth and the sixth innings. All of them via the K. None bigger than that one. Yeah, that was a huge turning or tipping point in this baseball game. By the way, we'll take your reaction after this recap at 414-799-1250. Those of you that were at the game want to hear from you as well what it was like in there after so long not being there. And uh, your thoughts or biggest questions on this baseball team moving forward. Sixth inning, bottom half, Brewers offense. Well, they go silent here. Uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. with a flyout in that inning. Uh, Yardley coming on, uh, getting a little late there, 3-2. Yardley into trouble immediately. Wow. Um, Off the end of the bat, double for Kepler, sort of a cheap shot, and then hung a slider to Buxton, who hit it off the scoreboard. Twins expand that lead to to 5-2 as the game gets even later. Bottom of the seventh inning, and the Brewers go in order. Uh, in the seventh inning, seven consecutive Brewers retired to that point, and uh, they're still down three. Chasing, chasing runs, Fire Eisen uh, summoned from the pen despite a leadoff walk. Fire Eisen, a couple of walks, I should say a couple of strikeouts and a ground out. Stays 5-2, bottom of the eighth inning, three up, three uh, down in the eighth inning for the Brewers' offense. Ten consecutive Brewers retired, and the ninth inning is here, 5-2. Lindblom summoned from the pen. A walk, but allows no runs. 5-2, can the Brewers give you a finish? Give them a finish, boys, as Bob Euchre would say, and they did. Something cooking after one out. Wong hit by a pitch. Keston then with a comebacker. Thank you. Pitcher goes to second base. Everybody safe. Two on. One out. Tying run to the plate in the form of Christian Yelich. And Yelly almost, but we'll take it. Yelich. the play a run is in it's five to three minnesota yeah keston here is caught in no man land he has to stay at second base so instead of second and third down by two 
Yeah, because he wasn't sure that ball was going to be caught or not. There's that slider we were talking about, and Christian got it just a little bit off the end of the bat. Yeah, the Brewer dugout thought it was a tie game, but Keppel just had it in and out of the glove. That'll be a single, right? Single, they scored. Yeah, that goes down as a single for Christian Yelich, but an RBI and a big one keep the line moving. 5-3 to that point in the ninth. Garcia then grounds out, moving the runners into scoring position, and this is key here. I don't know if they needed it on this particular hit, but it was key as uh, – now, we're going to be talking a lot about this guy, and we have been talking a lot about Travis Shaw. Does he come back to the form of a few years ago? He has made the comment that you've seen the best and worst of, uh, worst of, of Travis Shaw over the years here in Milwaukee. Two on, two out, down two, and Travis comes through. Yelich and Hira ready to run. And Shaw in the right side. Travis, wow. Oh, what a moment for him on opening day. Oh, the Brewers bounce off the mat and tie it up. First pitch looked like a breaking pitch and found the gap. And we're all tied up. There it is, slider. It hangs. And Travis gets good wood on it, finds the gap. He's in second tie game. Wow, that is a crazy, crazy ninth inning for the Milwaukee Brewers as they come all the way back and tie this thing. A two-out, two-run double to tie the ball game, and they go into extras. And Josh Hader right there. Count says, I want the hammer right here. Give me one more shot with this offense. I want to win this baseball game. And Josh Hader does what Josh Hader does. The one-two pitch and a slam. the side 99 with that fastball Lorenzo Kane will be the runner at second okay so now the Brewers get their shot at it with Kane at second base nobody out Omar Narvaez leads off that bottom of the 10th with a base hit to first and third him and it set up the game winner Arcia second at bat ended the game late at the shortstop position. And RC, a big bouncing ball. Kane's coming to the plate. It's glove to throw home. It's fly. He's safe. Ball game. The Brewers win. Oh, a thriller on opening day 2021. Arcia with a chopper. We're going to look at it. It looked like Lorenzo was able to get that hand in. He had a great jump off of the bag at third. Arcia with the high chopper. Boy, what a comeback here at American Family Field. What a start to the season. Man, three in the ninth. Scoring one in the tenth. Umpires taking a look. Kane with a great slide to the back 
of the play. This was a heck of a play by Polanco, who's got a cannon. And look at Kane. Wow. Out into the foul side of the plate. Ball game. Yep. Kerwin-Danley's right on it. Official word coming down now. Headset is off. Safe is the call officially. And the Milwaukee Brewers win in extra innings on opening day. Wow. Baseball wow. is back. That is amazing. All the highlights from Valley Sports, Wisconsin. Brian Anderson, Bill Schroeder, and Wow is right. Joe, real quick before the break, I want to get uh, your reaction. 414 799 1250. Those of you reacting to this Brewers win. Uh, Joe, is, um, is this a fair statement? It's the biggest win of the season. Uh, yes, I can confirm that, Tim. Absolutely. Okay. That was That is awesome. fact. This, this was amazing. Your thoughts, Joe? Yeah, you know what? Look, Travis Shaw is definitely the wild card in all of this this year. And you think about the Brewers, how close they were. I mean, they, they went so hard to try to get Justin Turner to come to Milwaukee. I mean, they threw all the money they possibly could. And I just was dreaming of what a lineup would look like with Justin Turner. Well, you didn't get him, and now Travis Shaw's coming back. He's got a chip on his shoulder. We know how this guy operates. This guy, he he, he wears his emotions on his sleeve. That was a statement today from Travis. That was cool to see, and I hope he keeps it up. Crazy cool win for the Brewers today as the season fires up with a come-from-behind victory. Down three in the ninth. They tie it there. Uh, Travis Shaw, the two-out, two-run double to tie. And then Orlando Arcia, get that ball in play. Lorenzo Cain scores for the game winner. And we're getting your reaction here. Day one, we're off and running. Uh, do want to address the 16th year of this show. But right now, want to get your reaction at 799-1250, especially those of you coming out of Miller Park. If you were there, what was different and how, how was it really? Uh, as uh, you're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show, Tim Allen, Joe hanging out today after a Brewers exciting 6-5 victory. The game's over, and Tim Allen is taking your calls now on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. Dial him up now at 414-799-1250 or tweet the show at 1250AMTheFan. Yeah, welcome back, guys. It is the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Tim Allen uh, into the 16th season of doing this show. I am, I'm very grateful to have an opportunity to do this, and I, I mean that. Um, I, I, uh, I, I have a blast doing this. Uh, you guys know that, so, and, and you're always a part of it. There's, there's no question. More uh, of that a little bit later on, maybe, or there's... Gosh, there's only 161 more games to talk about things like that. A huge Brewers victory. You can get used to this after the last pitch. You make the switch here to 1250 AM, the fan, an Odyssey station. And we will uh, talk about this one for a while here. We're going to hear from Craig Council. We're going to hear from Travis Shaw as well. And I couldn't be happier for Travis Shaw. I mean... You know, the two hits he had, the, the, the bases loaded walk he had. You think about the first RBI of the year here for the crew in the 21 championship season, a bases loaded walk. Now that happens, you know, it, it does. But if you look at facing Kenta Maeda at that time, we're looking at eight consecutive sliders. Now, if this were a couple of years ago, Travis Shaw, that would have been a strikeout after four pitches. 
So something's a little bit different. Jumped all over a, a hanging breaker in that ninth inning to tie it. Uh, so we're going to hear from Travis Shaw in just a little bit. But you guys getting your reaction here at 799-1250. The first caller of the 2021 championship season on the postgame show here. My buddy Drew. Drew, you're on the fan. What's going on? I might have to get a Colton Wong jersey because I'm leading off today, baby. Let's go. <laughs> no doubt. Oh, Timmy, Timmy, Timmy. So, the last uh, four years, I always go to opening day. I take a couple days off. Well, <clears throat> today, I went to work. Never do that again. Um, so, got up at four, just been following my phone. Um, jet jet home. I got the, got the radio, turned the radio on, and my buddy, who uh, is a part of the video production crew mm-hmm. down there uh, for the Brewers, I'm about 15 minutes away from the stadium, he usually stops by. Um, so he stops by, I got the radio on. All I hear is we tie it up. He's got a jet back. I'm like, why didn't I take today off? I hear your reaction. Like I said, I gotta, I gotta go through the game. I missed it because I went to work. Like I never do that again. Mm. But oh, does it feel like summer? And oh, do I feel good, Tim? I feel good. And welcome to American Family Field. The mayor is back. Let's go. Perfect. That's a great way to start it. Thank you, Drew. 799-1250. I don't know if and, – and the stars lined up here. If you, if you look at your day, I mean, it's a Thursday. I, I get it. Um, you, folks got to go to work. You got to work. But I will say this. Now, those of you that worked until your conventional – I don't know, hours can get a little funky here as of late, but you get off work, four – Five-ish? I mean, you caught the best part of this baseball game by far. And again, that extra frame rule, that part of it, it does provide an element when you have hammers. And and again, you, you say, well, who does this advantage? This advantages um, a, a team like the Milwaukee Brewers that has a Williams and a Hater. This isn't a runner at second base with one out. It's a runner at second base with nobody out. So if the um, opposition decides to bunt the runner over, okay, you've got strikeout guys that can shut this thing down. This was about this Brewers offense today. And and granted, I mean, you know, Woodruff is going to have better days. I mean, obviously, Yardley is going to have a better day. The rest of this gang, yeah, they bent. They didn't break, though. I will say that. Seven nine nine twelve fifty two. Steve in Waukesha. Steve, you're on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show. Hey Timmy, oh, it's so great to hear you. So great to have you back. And listening to you and BA and Rock, oh my God, it's just like awesome. And I, it's just unbelievable. Um, I got a kind of a funny story. I told your screener. Uh, I had a Travis Straw jersey that I bought after his. I don't know. Two years ago, three years ago, he had a pretty good season. You bet. A month ago, I took it to Goodwill and donated it. I'm thinking I'm going down to Goodwill right now in Waukesha. I'm going to buy it back. <laughs> yeah, you might want to go get that thing. He had a spectacular game today. He did. I really, I always loved Travis Shaw, and I just really felt bad when he had those down, you know, especially that last season. He just was down, down. Steve, like, it was painful man. to watch. It was very, yeah. it, it was, it was almost disturbing to watch. His ABs uh, late in his Brewers uh, first time around career, it it really was. He it just didn't look right. None none of it looked right. And like you said, um, something you I didn't see the game. I was working today and uh, went to the gym after. But uh, 
you said something looks different in his in his stance or in his just in his whole demeanor. Oh yeah, him him and Yelich both. They did. Yeah. They just there's like there's an air of confidence with these guys right now. And you you talk about this game of baseball being uh, more of a psychological tilt a whirl, if you will, because that's what it is. I mean, you go through all of this, but you can tell physically when when the head's on straight. Also, well, I just listened to two. You you played the highlights. I cannot believe how loud that crowd was for eleven thousand. What it's going to be when it's forty thousand. Yeah, yeah, and we're hoping to uh, open that up a little bit more. Steve, enjoy this victory because I am. I was going crazy. This is reminiscent of uh, St. Louis opening day where Brawny and uh, Yelly go back-to-back. <laughs> Joe, you remember that one? I mean, that's, there's just something electric about opening day, isn't there? Yeah, and we've also gone through some opening days where the Brewers get totally torched. What Which year was that? It was a few years ago where they got just pounded and Sparky and I, we right away, we said in the studio, like, yeah, it's going to be a long year. And it ended up being a pretty long year. I don't know if that was like 2015 or. I think it was Loesch and his start. Yeah. Oof. The opening day start. Yeah. I, he got pounded. Yep. 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 Seven nine nine twelve fifty. Speaking of Travis Shaw, Steve, we are going to hear from him. And we'll do that in just, just a minute or two here. But I, I think this is council. This this game managed here by Council. He rifled through his bench. He had no position players left toward the end of this game, ex, ex, except Manny Pena. He went through them all. Vogelbach early, and what do we say about Vogelbach? Uh, yeah, he made the team. Vogelbach is going to be in a situation this year, guys. It's key for him to get a big hit early. It really is key in the first handful of games here because he's going to be thrown in there with a couple of runners on, maybe bases juiced, and two outs, and they know the pitcher spot is up or he's taking the pitcher spot, and he's going to get that one at bat, and then he's, you don't see him. He's, he's burned. He's burned for the game. The key to that is a very difficult thing. Uh, Ron Renneke told me many years ago that the, the single most difficult thing to do in baseball is to pinch hit. And so the key here is to have a positive start to this thing. And Vogelbach, it's, it's just keep your eyes on that. Over, over the weekend and then uh, you know, early on in uh, Chicago next week or maybe even St. Louis, he, he really needs to come up with a key hit to make sure he's, he's uh, in a positive frame here. 799-1250. I'm sorry, Joe, where are we going to go here? Dusty. Uh, you are next. Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post-game show. What's happening? So, I've been telling everybody that I was watching the game with, I was like, if we can't have a dramatic opening day without any drama going on. And just how the game was going, I was like, Orlando Arce has always been my favorite player. Okay. And at about 4.30, I bought an autographed jersey of his. <laughs> nice. And then, obviously, how today just kind of happened. It was a pretty wow. good day, man. I'll tell you that. <laughs> yes, it was. I think you're the you're the good luck charm. Lando has a little clutch gene in him, though, Dusty. Oh, you know that? I that 15 inning game, like yep, yep. And then that the one um, postseason against the Rockies, he hit three home runs, and he didn't he hit what one home run all year. 
Like, one of the better hitters down the stretch that season. He yes, one, he has a clutch gene in him, and I'll he I'll die on that hill. <laughs> All right. Well, enjoy this one. He got the ball in play. Lorenzo Kane with the slide, and as you heard yeah. on Valley Sports Wisconsin, it was a Brewers six-five yeah. win in extras. It took extras, but really the key player here, Dusty. Thanks for the call. The key player here. I, I think is Travis – I mean, I know is Travis Shaw. Now, there were – you get some honorable mentions here. Freddie, for, Freddie Peralta, two frames, six Ks, five base runners, but no runs. And that, that really is key. How about J.P. Fireisen? He comes in, and he doesn't allow a run in the frame he pitches. Josh Lindblom. Pitches the ninth inning in a three-run game. Granted, three-run game. I understand. Maybe, maybe it's the uh, he's going to be the, the the white flag a little bit here early. I I don't know if it was necessarily that, but it might have been. But you're still in the game at three, and I think Craig Council oftentimes will make a judgment throughout a baseball game and say, "Hey, man, I got to start you know managing for tomorrow's game." Three is not the time to do that. So, again, you go with Lindblom. You, I'm not saying go with Hayter or Williams right there. But Lindblom, I was like, oh, okay. Don't give up a run. They're still in this thing. Get a man aboard. Get, you know, at that point, I was just thinking, get, the, get a man on and, and get the eventual tying run on deck. They did a lot better than that. They did a ton better than that. Travis Shaw came through big time today, guys. That, that is just... You know, from from someone that has uh, spoken with him many times before, I couldn't be happier for that dude. I mean, think about what he's gone through. Now, baseball is a weird, weird thing. <laughs> I mean, he might go one for his next 12. I understand it. But today, uh-uh. Welcome back, Travis Shaw. You'll remember this opening day as a welcome back, Travis Shaw type of day. 799-1250, we'll take a break. We're going to hear from Travis coming up in just a little bit, still getting your reaction. And Miller Park, how was it inside? It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show. Tim Allen, a Brewers 10-inning 6-5 victory. You're listening to 1250 AM, The Fan and Odyssey Station. Let's find out what happened in today's game from the guys that played it. Let's head inside the clubhouse presented by Windows Select. Right now, buy one, get one free. Plus, no payments for an entire year. Call them today at 262-703-3500. Oh, baby, what a victory today. You thought they were down and out and done. They weren't done today. A three-run ninth inning to tie the ball game if you're just getting out of work here. They're down 5-2, to two, and uh, it was a string of uh, just nothingness for the Brewers' offense there from the 7th, 8th innings. And I believe it was 13 consecutive Brewers retired by Twins pitchers. But never say die in that ninth inning as uh, <laughs> just going crazy. Um, as you could imagine, the Brewers put up a three spot to tie it. In that ninth inning, and a big part of that was Travis Shaw. As you know, they they played a run. At, you know, Christian Yelich uh, almost ties the game. Uh, he's got a couple of runners on, and we're thinking, Yelly, can you do this thing? I mean, he's, you're back, and and you look better. And but can we ask for that on opening day after you hit 205 last year? 
Uh, well, almost. He uh, takes it to the wall, plates a run. Now it's 5-3 to three, as uh, still a couple of runners aboard, and uh, they're, in, they're in scoring position after Avi Garcia you know, bounces out, but uh, pretty productive as both runners move to second and third. And uh, it set the table for Travis Shaw. Already knocked in a run earlier in the game. Already uh, had a base hit earlier in the game. And he jumped all over this first pitch. Yelich and Hira ready to run. And Shaw in the right side. Travis, wow. Oh, what a moment for him on opening day. Yeah, the Brewers bounce off the mat and tie it up. First pitch looked like a breaking pitch and found the gap. And we're all tied up. There it is, slider. It hangs. And Travis gets good wood on it, finds the gap. He's in second tie game. Just awesome. That is just, that is the way to fire up this season for Travis Shaw. And, and uh, I just want to admit something to you, full disclosure here. Uh, some years ago, I was asking for a long-term extension for Travis Shaw. Just saying. Sometimes, sometimes players can go the other direction. Well, he's uh, going in a better direction right now. Brewers win this one in 10 innings, a 6-5 come from behind victory to get the 2021 championship season underway. Let's go inside the clubhouse with a window select and hear from Travis Shaw. Travis, what a welcome back to Milwaukee, right? I mean, you, you, know, you said you were thankful to get a second chance around, and, and what a way to come back. Huh? Yeah, pretty good first day back. Uh, can't complain. It was, it was nice seeing fans in the stands. I know we all missed that last year, uh, myself included, Brewers fans. It's, it's nice to get back, and it was nice to contribute and get that big hit in the ninth, and felt felt really good. Travis, so many, so many things went right for you guys um, in that ninth of throwing error, and then just the, the way Yelich just kind of crushed that line drive, um, and it got out of uh, Kepler's glove. Just, just It seemed like things were breaking your way in that inning. Yeah, they were. I mean, um, especially on that dribbler that Keston hit. If he goes to first, there's two outs, and then you don't know what happens after that. But uh, Yelich kind of just keeping the line moving that whole inning. So uh, it was a good inning for everybody. I mean, down three, opening day, coming back. I think it seems like we do this all the time on opening day, at least from what I remember. So uh, good, good first day, and I know everybody's excited in there to kind of pull that one out. Uh, down three late, so never gave up. Guys just kept going, and finally we were able to break through there. Travis, after Jason waved you home that one inning and you got thrown out, you know, you guys went three up and three down after that. It just looked like it wasn't going to work out. Um, yeah. Yeah, I mean, they they pitched pretty well. I mean, Maeda, we know what he's got. I mean, it's a lot of off-speed pitches, a lot of sliders, a lot of splits, so just kind of keeping everybody off balance and – it's hard to barrel that up consistently when the ball's moving kind of all over the place. He, he varies the shape of the slider a little bit. So he did a really good job at kind of keeping guys off balance. And then their bullpen, for the most part, came in and did a good job too. But uh, like I said, that's why we played nine innings. And we kind of kept at it, kept at it, and finally got a break on 
couple misplays in the ninth inning and uh, capitalized on it. Travis, I know the fans had waited, uh, you know, since September of 2019 to have you guys back at AmFam Field. You deliver with a four-hour, 10-minute marathon or 20-minute marathon. But what did it mean to you to just hear the roars of the crowds again for your at-bat and specifically with how that game ended? It was, I mean, it was awesome. Last year, that was the thing that everybody missed, and it just, it wasn't the same last year. And for me personally, after obviously a tough ending the first time here, first stint here, it was, it was nice to hear those roars again. I mean, if this is a place that feels like home to me, so it, uh, really excited to be back and what a, what a first game and what a, what a, what a welcome back for, for me and for everybody. Travis, you were really aggressive at that at bat. Went right after the first pitch and got good. What on? Were you expecting him to throw you a fastball, or what were you looking for there? I mean, he's fastball. Uh, fast. It's technically cutter. So fastball cutter. Um, he likes to steal a strike, especially back door with that cutter first pitch, and that's kind of what I was looking for. I noticed it the whole inning. He was trying to get ahead of guys pretty quickly. He was in the zone early, and then he would kind of play around with guys after that. So. For me, I was looking something kind of middle away. I knew it was going to be breaking right at me and uh, got exactly what I was looking for and, and put a good swing on it. Travis, did you happen to get a look at the right gun when Josh was pitching on the 10th? I did. I mean, that's the hardest I've ever seen him throw. I mean, I, I've seen him in his prime in 18, and, I mean, when he was literally unhittable at 18, he wasn't throwing that hard. So if he consistently – I mean, that's that was electric stuff today. I look up, you see 99 on the board multiple times. That's – that's going to be a problem for hitters if that if that consistently keeps happening. Yeah, there he is, Travis Shaw, one of uh, today's heroes in a Brewers six five victory. He mentioned Josh Hader there, and and I I was like blown away too. And and then I you know mentally took some inventory real quick today when you look at the velo numbers for this baseball team. Joe, I'll bring you in on this. I don't know if you realize this when you, when you start at the top. With a Woody, we all know he's, you know, 98, 99, 100. Yep. You go to Corbin Burns, he's a 97, 98, 99 guy. You go to Adrian Hauser, he's a 97 sort of guy. You go to um, Freddie Peralta, he was gassing tough today, too. He was 97 range today, maybe 98. Yeah, he's come a long way with his velocity. And and then you look at Josh Hader, and there's others. Look at Drew Rasmussen. He's a mid to upper 90s guy. Josh Hader just just flame throwing today. I really didn't. It didn't click on me until today when when the velo number was just sitting there for Josh Hader, Joe. Yeah, that that's just that's just impressive stuff. And 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 look, I mean, Josh Hader. The biggest thing what's going to be key for him this year is just the continuing you know finding consistency with his off-speed pitches and again if he can mix that in the wow. right way when he's able to gas what he can gas like you saw today the the dude's gonna be unhittable again this year it's just he, he tim he cannot be too reliant on that fastball though he just he just can't he's got to no. find a way to work that other off-speed stuff in yeah, he does, and and I, you know, during the ABs in that top of the tenth inning against Josh Hader, I was like, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna tinker with you flame throwing like this, Hader. You're not gonna bust out that changeup, right? You're you're not gonna screw around with that changeup, are you?" And he didn't. It was just go. It was dead red, and it was go, and it was it was uh, dynamite to see. Uh, a lot of things happened in this game. The way uh, Craig Council managed, I, you know, I don't think there was any key uh, move in this game 
that um, you know you would you would say it, it it jumped out at you outside of you know we got this thing tied council sinking yeah it's tied I've got to shut this thing down I can't think two innings it's quite honestly uh, I I think some people were thinking you know well set it up like you would set it up in the eighth inning if you're going to extras well set it up like uh, a Devin Williams and a Josh Hader. No, he went right to Hader. So I think that's a that's something to kind of uh, keep in mind here is that he just he wanted one more inning. If he can get through this inning here, you get that runner at second base, nobody out. He Council went for the win right there with Josh Hader. It, if, if he thought his offense was going to struggle, he went with momentum here. It was a good move by uh, Craig Council. We're going to hear from Craig Council in just a couple of minutes here. want to hear from you as well, your reaction. If you're just getting out of work, you missed a good one. Uh, Valley Sports Wisconsin uh, oftentimes will uh, re-air an opening day and re-air several games throughout the season. I'm I'm assuming they're going to do the same, and maybe that thing is uh, just firing up, you know, in the next hour or two. But we'll see. If you get a chance, check that out. Uh, As the Brewers get a come-from-behind victory, they trailed the entire game until until they won it. I mean, they did not have the lead in this game, and every time they would get back into it, you know, they're down two zip. They score a run. Okay, great. You're within one. Fine. Play on. Woody gives the run right back. It's now three to one. Okay, let's get 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 back into this thing. And uh, you, you go three two. A couple innings later, uh, Eric Yardley gives up a two-run uh, two shot, and suddenly it's five to two. And I, I can tell uh, that a lot of Brewers fans at that point thought it was done. Also, um, May get to some uh, tweets that came in throughout the day here. What your you know bigger question would be for this team? How many wins are they really going to have? You know, ninety two or eighty nine. I mean, that's a nice positive question, I would think. Or um, you know, you're you're a little concerned. I know Travis Shaw was was a big question mark. How about uh, Garcia with a multi hit game? Christian Yelich with a multi hit game. Uh, some fun numbers uh, coming up later on the show. 799-1250. If you want to jump in here, we want to go to Mike, Joe, before uh, council. I think we want to squeeze him in. Mike, you're you're on the fan. What's going on, Mike? Hey, Timmy. Congrats on 16 years. Pardon my voice. You got 16 more in you? <laughs> yeah, I don't know if they, they want me here 16 more years, but I'll, I'll do I'm it as long as I can. I'll see you, bud. You know, it reminded me of that cane catch against the Cubs. Um, two years ago. Was that Cardinals? Well, Cubs? That was Cardinals, right? Yeah, no, that was. was o- well, yeah, but it was opening day, right? Opening day, yes, it was. Yeah. Uh, yep. I couldn't be happier for Shaw, you know, with the thing with his daughter. Uh, I hope she's all right. Uh, real quick. And I love Arcia, and uh, I got a uh, DVR right now. I'm watching it, and uh, you're hearing a lot of people that were at work. I think if they could fit the forty thousand a day, there'd be a lot of sick calls. Thanks for taking the call, guys. <laughs> you you got it, Mike. Uh, hang in there, man. It gets it does. <laughs> I mean, I get emotional. I I understand that. I get emotional in a sort of two way screaming celebration, fist-pumping, screaming, yes, celebration, and then super pissed. I don't know, Joe, if I've been known to 
Now, win the World Series, maybe a little different. Maybe, maybe. But I don't, have, have I been known to be that emotional outside of those two categories, Joe, over 16 years? Uh, no, that's <laughs> it's about par for the course for you, Timmy. Yes, just real celebratory, yeah. like today. Yes, and then the or, Tim Allen rant. Or the rant, or the rant category, right? There's just, there's just two things. Well, Mike, I understand. I I understand what you're saying. It's a well, again, I call them all huge wins. This may be the win, which brings them to the next category or the next you know postseason. This is this is a, a huge come from me. And what is it about opening days with this team as of late? Last several years, you you heard Mike mention that that catch against St. Louis. You heard me mention about the back-to-back homers, uh, Yelich and Braun, and there's been others. Man, that's just something about it. And this is I'm I'm a, a huge believer, and and I think some of you may know this. I'm a huge believer in tone setting, and I know some people don't want to buy that with baseball. But knowing a Craig Council Milwaukee Brewers team, they do sort of fly on this energy, don't they? They kind of do. There's this thing about them that, you know, if you, if you get into a rut, it's tough to get out. When you go emotional, I understand. When you go emotional, when you get your downslope of this, again, I, I called it a, what did I call it? A psychological tilt-a-whirl. That can hurt you too, but for the most part, it does help this baseball team. And when you start out like this, it can pay dividends. It can. You see those guys celebrate this victory. Those of you that uh, that watch TV or were at the game, you saw that celebration. That means a lot. That means more than just this one win in my book. All right, we'll take take a break here. Uh, we will hear from Craig Counts. Got to hear what Counts has to say after this one. You're listening to the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show. Tim Allen, after a Brewers 6-5 opening day, the championship season is underway right here, 12.50 a.m. The Fan and Odyssey Station. What was the deal with the lineup? Why did he make that bullpen move? Why did he pinch hit with that guy? Time to get all of those questions answered and more with Scoop from the Skipper on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. Yeah, welcome back. A huge win for the crew to open up the 2021 championship season. 6-5 coming from behind. Three runs in the ninth inning. If you missed this one, you missed a good one. And uh, going back um, 16, well, 15-plus years now into the sweet 16th year of uh, doing postgame coverage, we, just real quick to capsulize, uh, going back to 2006, uh, I started this show here on uh, on 1250, and we thought eh, things went okay. I remember Zach Grimm uh, to throw out a, a name from the past, and Stu was uh, was was a producer there. And uh, shortly thereafter, Sparky joined us, and then then it was just two Brewer fans going crazy for a while, and then it was 2008 and the the, the playoff drought, and we we're talking after uh, ball games. Uh, 
you know, at, at will and, and going crazy and celebrating and Ned Yost and, and the whole thing. And then Yost gets fired. And then uh, the Maki year, then Renneke comes in and we really, then, then a deeper run, NLCS and, you know, as it, as it morphed along. And then, and then Billy joined me a few years after that. So all of this uh, culminating in, uh, uh, long story short, the 16th season here. And I appreciate you guys tuned in. I don't see uh, my summers being spent anywhere else than in front of a microphone uh, talking about Brewers baseball. Really super, super gracious to have this uh, position. And, uh, again, uh, our last caller had said, you got 16 more in you? I, You know, again, I've said it before, um, maybe a body bag uh, would have to take me away from the microphone, and, and that's fine if that's, <laughs> that's the way it happens. Um, so we're going to hear from Craig council coming up, but, but again, thanks for listening. I appreciate it. And, uh, Sparky, speaking of which, uh, Sparky, how, did you go crazy after this win or were you just sort of this serene? Yeah. Nice win for the brewers. It's uh, opening day. Well, it's, it's crazy. Cause I mean, I, I wanted to talk brewers baseball and the only place I could talk brewers baseball is on 1250 AM the fan apparently this season. So that's great. After games, I mean, you're the guy, Tim, like you always have been. And, uh, it's a beautiful thing. I, I enjoy it very much. I I was screaming. Yes, I was. Good. I, I, I was. I screamed multiple times. I screamed early in the game. Our Narvaez got that hit driving in my car because I was on my way out to Robert's specialty meets and was listening in the car. I was way on the way back. Ah, one or the other. And uh, so I was screaming then. I was uh, screaming uh, when they got the one run, when it, it went off the outfielder's uh, glove uh, yep. against the wall, yep. the longest single ever by Christian Yelich. Uh, so screaming then, and then the Arcia hit. I just got home and turned on the TV in time to see that happen in person, yelling and screaming. Uh, yeah, yeah, there was a lot of yelling and screaming. And I tweeted out, like, I, you know, for those of you that don't love baseball, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't get it. I, how, how do you not get uh, a bunch of adrenaline running through you watching the drama that unfolded in this baseball game? Now, I realize not every baseball game is going to have this type of drama to it at the end. But my goodness gracious, you couldn't ask for anything better than this. And, and Schultz, I did after the game, he's like, if I remember correctly, this is mostly how our opening day is going, Milwaukee, when I was here the last time. It's uh, exciting. As as rallying back yep. and winning games. Yep, yep, it is. And, and you also heard him mention what I thought was ironic, uh, Stevie, that he mentioned keeping the line moving. And that's a conversation we've had on the shows here as of late. I may have mentioned it to you guys that that's what I see out of this offense. And I'm not sure. Some people say they're going to thump and they're going to hit a bunch of home runs. I don't know about that. They'll hit their fair share. Don't get me wrong. But I think it's more of the keep the line moving. And finally, I wanted to get your spin. Uh, we're going to hear from counts in just a little bit. Does that make sense that a council-led team runs a lot on energy? That that can hurt you too. That uh, That emotional state, if you ride too high, on those highs, it can hurt you, but for the most part, nah. it's sort of this energetic sort of psychological thing going on. Um, I, I learned quite a bit about, I think, I learned quite a bit uh, about players, fans, and the relationship of them. Uh, when we were in that bubble, and you heard Major League Baseball players, NBA players, a ton, just saying, like, it just wasn't the same, weren't having as much fun, they are getting themselves in funks and having hard times getting themselves out of funks. And the, I, I don't think it's just the Brewers. I think just players in general feed off of that energy of, yep. of having that crowd. And 
are some more emotional than others? Yeah, probably some are more emotional than others, and maybe this Brewers team will be one of them this year. But when this team is emotional and they're having fun and they're going, that's when they get the special years normally. You didn't have that emotion under Ken Maka. Oh, no, he sucked it right out of the, uh, right out of the clubhouse. <laughs> but this year with Council, he kind of lets them be who they are. Now, yep. he's not going to let them you know, disgrace the game or anything, but he's going to let them have fun and – that's kind of what they want, and the main reason I called in was to give you props because I heard you this morning on Bart Winkler, and you'll be on tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show, and you were talking about Vogelbach, but it could apply to anybody, and you said, you know, Vogelbach, it's just one big hit in a big situation. That could catapult him for the rest of the year. Hey, man, say what you want about Travis Shaw, but we were talking about X Factors on the Big Show today, and he's one of them. If Travis Shaw is Travis Shaw of a couple of years ago, Man. this lineup is completely different if he comes back to being who he was before. Totally different. Now, I looked at the lineup here earlier this morning, and, and it was like, ooh, yeah, Travis in the five-hole? Really? Yeah. You're just, you're just going to go ahead and do that? I would have had Narvaez there, but as it turned out, it, it's the lineup that turned over the right way to allow Travis Shaw to have the opportunity. You get, I mean, again, did Council know that that was going to happen? No, but he's the one that had to pencil him into the five hole. And if he is what he is today, you can continue to pencil him into the five hole going forward. Man, could you imagine? I know, I know. This it, is it everybody. Just jump on the. Uh, the good mojo uh, Travis Shaw bandwagon because it does give a whole new yeah. look at this lineup. It it does. You're right. No All right, more Brewers conversation. Uh, yeah, see you later. More Brewers conversation with you guys uh, tomorrow on the Wendy's Big Show, uh, certainly with Bart tomorrow morning. Let me squeeze in uh, Big Rig here who's been hanging out with us for a, a million years as well before we hear from Craig Council. Big Rig, what's going on? Big, huge hey, victory dude. today. Oh, unbelievably huge victory. And, yeah, I've been riding with the post-game show since its inception, uh, and I, it, you always do a tremendous job, and I'm so happy that you're on the air again, uh, 100%. So kudos to you. Um, but, yeah, no, the, the team today was, I mean, I had people around me. I was out in the right field bleachers. I had people around me leaving, you know, partway through the game. A couple of, uh, One guy said, oh, there's not a lot of Brewers fans out here because nobody was really cheering around, you know, in the sixth and seventh mm-hmm. inning. And then he got up and left in the eighth. And I was like, well, <laughs> serves you right, buddy. So, no, it was just – it was a tremendous atmosphere. Like you were saying earlier when I first called in, um, what did we think about the, the feel of having everybody back in there? And it was just – it was just intense. The, the, it sounded way bigger than 25%. And I tell you, I woke up this morning after so long of not being at the ballpark for a game, and I just – I wasn't – as amped as I probably should have been when, when the alarm went off. And then I got driving down there, and my son's with me for his first opening day today. And it was just uh, a great game all the way around, great day all the way around. And uh, just the, the love of baseball is true, and it's so great to be back in the ballpark in person. And, yeah, this team, they earned that victory. Uh, they celebrated it like champs, and hopefully it carries them uh, you know, nice momentum boost to begin the season here because yeah, really I'll, could just be real, real here. quick, big rig. I was, I was scrambling to get to a microphone when, you know, when Lorenzo Cain uh, scored that winning run. What, what was that celebration like? Uh, it was, it was great. Uh, just to see what when Narvaez gets the ball to get Kane to third, everybody's got the anticipation up, 
And then as soon as he starts racing down the line, I mean, who better than the veteran guy with the quick yep. feet to be coming down third base? So everybody could kind of see it developing. And then as soon as he slides around the tag, and from my vantage point, you got to wait for the umpire's call. But uh, as soon as his arms started to go out to the sides, the, the crowd just erupted. And, I mean, everybody's high-fiving in amongst their pods. Nobody's trying to break the rules that way. But on the way out of the stadium, I saw, uh, you know, random strangers high-fiving once everybody got out the door. So that was good to see, too. Um, but it was, it was great, man. Just the, the hear the stadium explode in joy again after so long. It was, it was great to be there and be a part of it. Adam, always a pleasure, man. Big rig. Take it easy. We'll, we'll be right, in Tim. touch. And, and they get the victory today, 6-5. Come from behind victory. It's almost like it's, it's, it's more not to, to, to wax sentimental here too much, but it, it was, today was almost more than just a baseball season with fans in, in the stands. I mean, I look at it as, and as sort of a, a, a baseball nature of the world almost when it comes to Milwaukee. And I base that on, on the attendance. You can't argue with those numbers based on the population of the Milwaukee area and the state of Wisconsin. You can't argue those numbers that there's something that's just a sort of a natural thing. And by the way, I do want to get to Bob Euchre as well. I'll, uh, I'll have a couple of comments on, on Euch in just, just a couple of minutes. But let's get to Craig Council, get his thoughts on a Brewers 6-5 victory here, here with the fan. Craig, that, that game was the perfect example of playing nine innings, wasn't it? Uh, the offense was kind of quiet there in the sixth, seventh, and eighth, and then all of a sudden they get a little break and it starts happening. Yeah, their their bullpen did a nice job. I mean, those the, the Stashik, uh, Rogers, and Robles, you know, pretty much shut us down in order, and you know, we had we had put a lot of pressure on Maeda the last three innings he was in there with some just, just really good at bats. And then, um, you know, I was, I, it was, we took advantage of a mistake of a mistake. Basically they gave us a little opening with a, with an air and, um, then some couple guys had great at bats. Craig, one of those guys was Travis Shaw, obviously, um, to, to come back and have a, a really productive first day, first regular season game. Uh, what kind of boost do you think that is for him just to see some results? Yeah, it's, it's a huge day for Travis for sure. Um, you know, there, there's this was the, a game and a matchup that, that he he fits in and um, and he delivered. Um, but it's you know there, there's a he's an important player for us. You know, he's he's a guy that uh, is obviously capable of big things. Um, he's a, he's a left-handed player that is, helps us a lot, balances out. Um, he's capable of hitting in the middle middle of lineup like he did today. And, um, and he's also just capable of having like those grinded out at bats like he had against Maeda in, in the in a second at bat. So it's, it's a nice day for him, and, and he can go home with a with a big smile on his face, knowing he contributed to a win. Craig, you told us all along that Orlando was going to play, and Travis was going to play, and Luis was going to play. They all three played today, and they all three had big roles in the victory. Yeah. So I guess you're right. Yeah, I mean, we used everybody today. I mean, uh, we went through it. This is a, we talked about this before. It's why we carry extra players uh, to be able to make all these all these little be be a little more aggressive in a, in a game like this. So, um, you know, I thought we got our guys in some pretty good spots. Um, and uh, yeah, those, those three guys, Luis had made a great play to to start the game. That was important, I thought. Um, and obviously, Travis and, and Orlando finished it off. 
Craig, you told us this morning that uh, you thought Josh was pretty rested coming out of spring training. Did you see the numbers he was putting up there in the, in the 10th inning? I did. I did. I was right. He, he, I mean, we're, we're trying to remember. We don't ever remember him throwing a hundred. That's, that's quite a jump from last year, isn't it? Yeah, I don't, I don't, I don't think he has. I mean, I'm not sure. Um, uh, he was, he was electric today. I mean, the two guys, you know, he struck out the side obviously, but the two of the guys he struck out do not strike out. They're, they're the hardest Arias and, and Astadio are incredibly hard guys to strike out. Um, you know, I, that tells you a lot, but he, he was, he threw the ball as good as we've seen him today for, and that's, you know, when you're talking about Josh Hader, that's, you know, there's a lot to, there's a lot to, a lot of well to go to with Josh, but that was pretty darn impressive today. How well suited is he for that extra inning role where you kind of need a strikeout at times, particularly in that inning with the runner, just how much of a luxury is to have a yeah, guy Yeah, like he's, he's pretty well suited for any time the game is going on, but we, we, well, we're only going to pitch him in, in that situation. But it, look, I think we, you know, to your, to your question, we, you know, it, the game just worked out that way. You know, I think, you know, he's probably most off. He's obviously most often going to be pitching in the ninth inning. Um, you know, when we, we, we made a comeback today, so I felt pretty good once we tied it, we got, Josh and Devin still still to go with and like you said with the man starting on second and their ability to strike out hitters you know we had kind of gone through their their top guys already so we were that was, we were sitting in a good spot but it's still when you start those innings with the man on second it's you know it doesn't take a hit to to um to score a run and um so the, the strikeout is is obviously huge yeah, and that's what we had uh, discussed earlier in this show right here. I think that was get to my offense with a runner at second base and nobody out, I can win this baseball game. It wasn't, I can go Devin Williams for an inning, I can go Josh Hader for an inning. This was going to the hammer now. He didn't want to say it. That's what he was thinking. It was getting to Hader right away because he, he really felt confident uh, he was going to get that. And really, it, it plays into a little bit, not that, that he was thinking about this, but it does play into this a little bit. You've got Devin Williams then tomorrow or next game. It would be Saturday. In effect, with the, with the day off, you'd probably have Hater too for a little bit if, if, if you want. But I think it was, it was get to my offense. Get me through t- the 10th. I need the, the strikeout guy right here. Right now, and it worked out. Seven nine nine twelve fifty. It's getting Cody here. Cody, you're on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin post game show. What's going on? Hey, Timmy. Thanks for having me on, man. I know we're right up against the wire here. Look, man. I'm 34 years old. I haven't missed an opening day since 2010. I will say this is by far the biggest win we've had to start a season. Absolutely incredible. I couldn't be more pumped for a guy like Travis Shaw. We know what he's capable of, and I've heard you on the, you know, you and Rami uh, talking mm-hmm. about, you know, his difficult, his difficulties, you know, that last year before we let him go. I couldn't be more pumped for a guy like him. My question for you, Tim, is today, seeing Keston Hira in that two slot, you know, the struggles from last year over a hundred strikeouts, seeing him, you know, changing positions to first base, I just don't see him in that two slot leading to major 
spots in front of a guy like Yelich, in front of a guy like Garcia, and if Shaw stays in that pie hole, I feel like a guy like Low Kane needs to be in that two spot behind, you know, Colton Wong just to give us that added veteran presence. What's your feel on that, Tim? I'm really curious to hear. Yep, maybe, and I and I love the question, Cody. Thanks, thanks for thanks for listening. Thanks for calling. It is a really interesting question because I need to see this lineup against a left-hander first. I've got to see what he what he has in mind for Colton Wong, and he is key to this. When you face when you face a lefty, is Colton Wong going to go lefty lefty in that leadoff spot? Because if not, then it changes the landscape for Kane. Then I believe it's Lorenzo Cain that's going to lead off. If he's going to play that, flip and flop, lefty-righty. Now, uh, they face a ton of righties to start the season here. I, I'm not even sure that there is a lefty scheduled that I've seen yet. So that being said, I, I have to stay a little more patient with Keston Hira. If you, do, if, if you look at the lineup against a lefty, uh, Cody, you might see a, a Lorenzo Kane, then a Yelly move to the two spot, and then a Keston move down to a three spot. So you might go right, left, right. You know, I sat here the, the other night with a couple of beers in me a few days ago and tried to configure what the lineup could be under Craig Council facing the lefty and righty. Just in terms of Keston, I understand what you're saying. We have to go on his track record, and his track record is good. We have to be a little bit patient on that. I, I will say that. And it, against the righty on Saturday, I expect a very similar lineup here, although uh, Jackie Bradley Jr. is probably going to get a start for Kane uh, or for Garcia. He's going to start Saturday. They all get two games of this three-game series. All three of them, Kane, Garcia, and Bradley, will all play two games of this three-game set against the Twins. So when that happens, let's see what he morphs to. Let's see what Council tends to do what what are his trends when he's mixing and matching you may see you may see 150 different lineups this year out of 162 games I'm not kidding you you literally might see 150 different lineups it could happen um all right we're gonna have to uh we're gonna have to take a break yeah if you want to squeeze in here there's a little time left for you uh, 414-799-1250. 6-5, Brewers get a 10-inning exciting opening day victory. Championship season is underway. It's the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on 1250 AM, The Fan, and Odyssey Station. Uh, we're going to hear from Josh Hader in just a, uh, just a minute here. Josh Hader is going to be a very, very rich young man. Now, I'm not saying he's going to sign a Francisco Lindor, 341 million 10-year deal like uh Lindor did yesterday but at this pace he's going to be quite wealthy he is just a stud on the mound man he is and now if he works in the the you know the slider was a, a work in in progress here the last year and a half now if he works in that uh change up boy sky's the limit for Josh Hader we'll hear from him in a bit uh are you kidding me moment of the game I, it's got to be the game winner. Just get the ball in play. You get a win. Arcia second at bat. Entered the game late at the shortstop position. And Arcia, big bouncing ball. Kane's coming to the plate. It's glove to throw home. It's
Garcia with a chopper. They're going to look at it. It looked like Lorenzo was able to get that hand in. He had a great jump off of the bag at third. Archer with the high chopper. Boy, what a comeback here at American Family Field. What a start to the season. Man, three in the ninth. Scoring one in the tenth. Umpires taking a look. Kane with a great slide to the back of the play. This was a heck of a play by Polanco, who's got a cannon. And look at Kane. Wow. to the foul side of the plate. Ball game. Yep. Berwin-Danley's right on it. Official word coming down now. Headset is off. Safe is the call officially. And the Milwaukee Brewers win in extra innings on opening day. Wow. Baseball is back. It is a big wow moment right there on Bally Sports Wisconsin. I will say this, the the runner at third, Lorenzo Cain, may be one of the most uh, gifted, both physically and mentally baseball players you're ever going to see. From a guy that he's going to read that play, you don't need a third base coach with Lorenzo Cain in that situation. That's a read by that dude who is one of the most intelligent baseball players you're going to find. <laughs> you trust that guy. The Brewers get the win today. Uh, let's get in uh, Brewer Mike here. Uh, Brewer Mike, another year. It's number 16 and a big-time Brewers victory. Well, Timmy, first of all, I'm so sorry. I, yeah, it's hard for me to talk. Um, I just got out of the hospital yesterday, and I'd like to give a shout-out to Dr. Sarah. He's a, he's a big listener of yours, and uh, I almost met my maker, Tim, but uh, I'm still here. I got, I got to see the Brewers win before I go to the big sky and the pie in the sky. Yeah, well, yeah, you're gonna you're gonna be, have a great view when when you get there, but that's not going to be very soon. <laughs> that's not going to be very soon, though, Mike. I hope not, buddy. Uh, but I'll tell you what, with, with Josh Hader, Tim, I, I would lock that guy up right now. I don't I don't get throw throw the throw the book at him. This isn't a Jeff Supon signing. I mean, this is a. This is a real deal. I was telling my friend uh, a couple hours ago, I said, we haven't had a guy like this since Raleigh Fingers. Okay, and- fair enough. Mike, stop right there. I'll, I'll keep you right here. Just hang with sure. me here. Joe, sure. highest paid closers in baseball right now. This is, this is what the Brewers are up against eventually here with Josh Hader. So here are your top five, and I'll start from five up. Our good old buddy Will Smith is making three years at $40 million. Mm-hmm. Craig Kimbrell, three years, $43 million. Aroldis Chapman, three years, $48 million. Liam Hendricks of the A's, three years, $54 million. Wow. And the highest paid guy is Kenley Jansen, five years, $80 million. It's risky on a closer, Mike. You know that. Thank you, Joe. And it's it's risky on a on a closer to go ahead and, and do the multi year deal. But when you've got a guy that is as young as Hater, and it looks as if he's not going anywhere, I mean, I, at some point they're going to have to address the long term future of Josh Hader. Did you say eighty million for for uh, the guy from the Dodgers, Jansen? Yeah, yeah. Oh, Joe, that that's ridiculous. Yeah, I mean, that's, if, if that's the case, haters should be getting thirty million a year, 
right Doug now. Melvin, I mean, if you're under the Doug Melvin philosophy, you're not paying a closer big money. That's just, no, that was his it, kind of standard rule. Yeah. Well, hey, boys, it, it, it's an honor to be back with you guys and uh, go Brewers, boys. Yeah, it's an honor to be with you guys. Thanks, Mike. Uh, it really is 16 years. Now, uh, you may be flipping around the dial. You may say, what's this Odyssey stuff? Hey, Odyssey is our brand now. And when you're listening to 1250 AM, The Fan, it's an Odyssey radio station. And you will learn more and more. The app you have, the radio.com app, it's automatically going to change over to Odyssey. No fuss, no muss. Don't worry about it. It just automatically changes, which is was surprising to me being, uh, you know, non-technical or technology doesn't get along with me at times. You're not but, tech savvy? Uh, not really. Yeah. Um, I'm trying. Uh, but... Uh, the Odyssey app will just automatically go. It's no longer radio.com. So uh, we'll get more details as we, as we move along. But I do want to hear from Josh Hader because he was outstanding. One of the electric dudes. Yeah, indeed. He was uh, magnificent today. Josh, Counts told us today that he thought you could actually be fresher than ever at the start of the season, you know, after only two months last year and then getting the full off season and spring training. Then you came out throwing harder than Evan. Do you, do you feel different now? Yeah, I think one of the biggest things, like I said uh, earlier in spring training, uh, working on my strength um, and being able to use my body efficiently down the mound, I think, um, you know, getting on a good uh, pro- throwing program and um, obviously making the scabs and the cuff uh, stronger as well, I think that's played a big part in it. Just do you throw 100 now? I'm not sure. Did I? Well, the the radar gun seemed to think so. I was wondering if you got readings like that down in uh, spring training, too. We don't always get accurate readings down there. Honestly, uh, I haven't really paid much attention to the radar gun. Um, You know, I know in spring, occasionally I was throwing 95. But um, like I said before, when you get these fans, and uh, especially am fan, man, uh, we get loud. And I think that's uh, a big adrenaline push for us. So. Uh, you know, excited to have fans back and, and the way we're playing, making that comeback, uh, that was huge. I mean, it's hard not to uh, get a big adrenaline rush. Josh, that, that runner on second base in the 10th inning leaves not a lot of room for error. And once she, the wild pitch got into third, I mean, need to strike out a guy there, don't you? Honestly, I think it, uh, you know, it, having him on third is almost uh, ideal more than having him on second. You know, it's easier for um, him to kind of relay the signs. And, and for me, I'm able to vary my looks uh, a lot differently when he's on third base. So, um, you know, obviously looking on the outside in, uh, it looks like a bad, bad move, but um, it actually, you know, helped me settle down and, and helped me, uh, you know, keep my focus on the batter. Josh, that's the first time in a long time you've got to close a game with fans yelling and screaming behind you too. Um, that must've felt good. And, just a pretty remarkable victory, wasn't it, to come back like that? Absolutely. You know, that's uh, that's that's the one thing about this team, man. We never quit. Uh, we, we ride it all the way to the end, and uh, you saw it firsthand here today, and, and obviously having the fans there um, to, to bring that extra juice, I think that's uh, that's what you love. That's what this game's about, too, is, is everybody, the atmosphere, and, and bring that all together. So uh, it was a great first dub, and, and we're excited to continue to move on through, uh, after this. Josh, at this point after last year, are you used to that runner at second base? Does it feel a little more normal than it did last year? Honestly, I forgot about the the runner on second, Omar. Uh, 
he's, he was asking me questions about the signs and, uh, you know, I, I told him and he's like, you know, you got to run around second. Uh, and obviously I was like, no, not yet, not yet. And, uh, he had to remind me again that, that we had runners on second. So obviously a little, little fog for me, but, um, yeah, it was a little bit different. Uh, obviously I didn't remember it, but we made it work. What's on tap for the crew. What pitcher starts the next one? It's time for some forward thinking on the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin postgame show on The Fan. Okay, I've uh, been met over the past 15-plus uh, years with some pretty amazing comments from players and coaches and managers and fans, but uh, that's a good one too right there, Josh Hader. I, I like that. I like that. Um, see, sometimes I forget that some players just have this raw ability and they're so good at what they do that they just are so focused on the physical aspect of the game. Did you hear what he just said? He he forgot that the new rule has a runner at second base to start the inning in extras. I love you, buddy. Josh Hader. I, <laughs> I really do. Today's not the day. Just just not today. I, I'm not gonna go there, Joe. I know some people I know Sparky's just just waiting. <laughs> Cause I have grilled up guys that have forgotten things like that. Well like, I'm, oh, I don't know, forgotten how many outs. It's only counting to three. You start at one and go up by intervals of one more. It's just the three. Your thoughts, Joe, on that. I remember when Mark Reynolds forgot how many outs there were in a game. Yes. Um I mean, look, it's human error. I mean, it's just you'd like to think that all of these guys know every little thing at every given moment because that's what they do for a living. That's they mm-hmm. they they live baseball, they eat baseball, they sleep baseball. But you know, sometimes I'm okay with with people like Josh Hader just being straight with me. I'll say this though, like if the Brewers lost today, and then Josh Hader says that, that just I don't know, it's just that. It is a bad look, Tim. It is. True, but they, but they win, and he was outstanding, and the Brewers get a come-from-behind victory in 10, 6-5. They're yeah. down three in the ninth, and let's not rain on that parade. Uh, let's let's save it for a rainy day, and when they lose or you know, get beat well, pretty good. or It's going to be you know. a few of those this year. There just There'll are. Be a few. Yeah, yeah they'll, they'll, they'll be a few, but we're off and running here. 2021 championship season as uh, the Brewers do get that victory. Corbin Burns on the hill. Now, the off day for tomorrow, they wanted uniformity around the league, although uh, the Nationals game was uh, postponed to a COVID uh, situation. Baltimore-Boston was canceled due to rain. Um, So they'd like to give that second day here tomorrow, the, the off day, and stay uniform. And one could say, well, why don't they just play and have the off day on Sunday, oh, that puts in for a good thought. But okay, so be it. A day off tomorrow, and then we're right back at you on Saturday after the last pitch. You make the switch as uh, the Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin Post Game Show on the air again. It'll be Corbin Burns on the hill trying to make it two in a row over the Twins. Game one of a three-game weekend set goes to the crew, and the championship season is off and running. Thanks to our. Uh, our staff uh, at Miller Park, because half of them were there 
<laughs> while Joe is working like a 14-hour day today. Joe, thanks for the help. Thanks for staying uh, a little bit extra duty for uh, for me today in the station. I, I feel like a producer back in the day, man, that this is all I did was post-game shows. I have not done a Brewer post-game show with you in a very long time. So it's actually kind of fun to do this again with you. Yeah, thank you. And you know what? I'll get more into that on either Saturday or Sunday, guys, Just just in terms of the generational differences now being 16 years first of all it makes me yeah, i guess feel a little bit older i probably don't act uh, the way i should half the time but when you when you look at guys like you joe that uh, discovered the station discovered the post game show sparky and me doing our thing and you used to email us and you were in college and and so yeah. you know you look at Billy's situation from years ago and he was just a little kid yeah. uh, and finds his way to 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 all this so it's just this generational thing if you're if you're sitting there at 27 years old you go back to the go back 16 years when this thing started ooh that's <laughs> that's 11 years old don't date man. yourself come on don't date yourself come on <laughs> All right. Well, you guys have a, have a great night. Enjoy the victory, and we'll talk again. Don't forget more Brewers Conversation tomorrow. Bart Winkler will wake you up in the morning with uh, some nice, happy Brewers Conversation. The Wendy's Big Show gets on the air at 10 o'clock. I'll be joining the boys at uh, 1030, and Rami all over this Brewers victory as well tomorrow afternoon from 2 to 6, and I'll join him uh, late tomorrow afternoon as well. For Joe Zenzola, my name is Tim Allen. And for the first time here in the 2021 championship season and a lot more of these lines to come, enjoy the victory. Have a great night and smile, Milwaukee. The world will smile back.